Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. And we're into extra time. Hello and welcome to Extra Time. I'm Barry Guy. This is our web-only sports show. Alongside me is our golf reporter Matt Chatterton and uh, of course we're talking golf this week. Coincides with the 100th New Zealand Open which is being held in Queenstown. We'll start by talking about that Open and just have a general look at uh, world golf as well. Matt, firstly the, uh, the New Zealand Open... Firstly, how, do, how does it rate? You know, I, I see it's a co-sanctioned event. Or, you know, is it still popular? Are we still, you know, uh, rating around the world? Yes and no, I would say would be the answer. Uh, it's definitely doing better, particularly this year, given it's the 100th year. They have got quite a strong field there. You look at it, there are three past major winners, Michael Campbell, Y.E. Yang, who famous, famously beat Tiger Woods at the PGA Championship, and uh, Jeff Ogilvie, the Australian who won the US Open the year after uh, after Michael Campbell did. Uh, but since then, I, ca- I would have to say that a lot, all three of them haven't done a hell of a lot. Uh, but still, it is cool to say that we've got a few major winners down here in New Zealand. Then you also look at the likes of the New Zealanders in the field. You've got Brian Fox, New Zealand number one, Tim Wilkinson and Steve Alker, who have played on the PGA Tour and are still currently playing in America, um, which is quite an impressive feat, and Michael Hendry, who has had quite a lot of success up on the Japanese tour. So there is a good mix of uh, of golfers there from New Zealand and the major winners. Then you look outside Australia, uh, at Australia, and there are some good golfers there. Um, they're not Australia's top golfers, obviously. Most of them play in the PGA Tour or up at the European Tour. Um, so we're, we're doing all right field-wise. I mean, it still could be better, but the way that happens is by getting a bigger purse. The way you get a bigger purse is bigger broadcasters, bigger uh, Better partners. Uh, so so that's why it's co-sanctioned as well. I'm assuming. I mean, if it's part of the, uh, the Asian or Japanese, yeah, the Japanese tour, tour and the yeah. Australian so the way, tour. Yeah. So the way that works is they uh, co-sanction it, and then they give about 15 or 20 spots to Japanese players, uh, J- Japanese tour players, to come down and play in it. Um, there is somewhat of a market up in Japan. It's a very popular sport up there, golf. So. Uh, they are. That's that's sort of their target. They've decided to try and attract because going up against America, you're never going to compete with the likes of the PGA Tour, and the time difference just doesn't work. So that's sort of the reasoning behind it. We're probably never going to see it become like the Australian Open, where they get the likes of Rory McIlroy or or Jordan Spieth down there. But um, hey, we may see them in 20 or 30 years uh, when they're sort of past their best. But yeah, um, when they're at their peak, we're not going to see that. Saying that though, we're still we're still doing pretty well for ourselves. The, the, the field we've got is good. Um, the prize money isn't bad. Um, for the likes of Ryan Fox, who's sixty seventh, I think, in the world at the moment, or the mid to high sixties. If he was to say win this tournament, he wouldn't jump massively up in the uh, world rankings. Um, he would a little bit, but 
if, say, for example, he wanted to go to Augusta, you have to be the top 50 in the world to get an invite to Augusta, he wouldn't get there on the back of this. So, yeah, it's it's not it's not a bad field, but, um, yeah, he would... Uh, it's It's... It's okay. You mentioned uh, some of the New Zealanders, and uh, someone that might surprise a few is uh, Michael Campbell, who really I thought had retired. Uh, you know, oh, yeah, he, he had that yeah. success at the US Open, as you mentioned, and then sort of uh, fell off the radar. Uh, but he has plans, and he's uh, come back, and this is a part of it. 2005 was a hell of a year for Michael Campbell. He uh, finished second on the European Order of Merit, largely because of his win at the US Open. But also on top of that, he won the HSBC Champions uh, Match Play Tournament, which at the time was the richest purse in golf for over four days. Um, So, yeah, he actually had a very successful 2005. I think he also finished tied fifth and tied sixth or in the top ten at least in the uh, PGA Championship and the Open that year so he did have a very good 2005 but again after that he he really sort of uh, fell fell by the wayside um, couldn't really string four rounds together uh, he had been plagued by injury and form woes um, it's it's a pretty tough game golf to uh, to sort of be I mean a lot of people think oh you know weekend hacker go out and have a bit of fun but these guys are they are training seriously you know 40 hours 50 hours some 60 hours a week on their game um, and it's it does take its toll um, and if you're it's very individualistic so um, it, it can it can get a bit stressful and and for Michael um, you know he uh, he decided to retire back in 2000 and well he didn't decide to retire but essentially stopped playing golf in 2013 uh, and then he did announce that he wasn't going to be playing until he turned 50 which just happened to be uh, this year in fact it was last week so he thought the best place to come back and uh, come out of retirement was his, uh, New Zealand the New Zealand Opens his home open which he won in 2000 so I think at the age of 50 going on to the uh, senior tours which is what he will do now is a good move uh, he will likely probably have a good four or five years on that tour where he will really be able to compete against some of those older guys and, and try and win some money. The money on the seniors tour is still very good. In fact, you'd argue it's probably almost better than the um, the LPGA tour. Uh, so it's yeah, it's it's a good move from him. Hopefully, he finds success. He he has been teaching in south of Spain for the last three or four years um, but yeah he's getting back into the competitive circle uh, whether he still has that game knowledge of you know playing four rounds it's yet to see he shot par today or yesterday at the um, New Zealand Open in the first round so he's obviously still got it uh, to be able to shoot par um, in your first professional event that's still a solid effort around the courses down there in Arrowtown so yeah we'll have to wait and see how he goes but I, th- I think you know Good things could come Michael's way in uh, in 2019 and beyond. Matt, you also mentioned uh, Ryan Fox. He seems to have been jetting around the world. He had a great year last year, uh, didn't he? But um, Mexico, I think, was his, his last trip before he made his way out here. Yeah, so he managed to get there by winning his first European tour event in Perth uh, the week before. He had been up in Asia the week before that. So he went from Asia to Perth to New Zealand then got an invite to go to Mexico while he was up fishing in the Bay of Islands on a Tuesday. On the Wednesday, he was jetting off to Mexico to go and play in the WGC Mexico Mexico event, one of the top ten events in the world. And he uh, was competing against the best in the world. Now, he didn't go that well there. 
uh, unfortunately, because he got over there and didn't even get to have a practice round. He turned up about 10 hours before he teed off. So really, really under the pump. Um, quite a stressful situation for anyone, really. Um, but, yeah, unfortunately didn't quite go as well as he would have liked. But, I mean, it was all a learning experience for him. I actually uh, managed to have a conversation with his coach, Mar- uh, Marcus Wilhouse, who went over to Mexico with him just to try and support him while he was trying to compete against the likes of Tiger Woods, Phil Mickelson, Dustin Johnson, all those big guys and he was saying that uh, Ryan didn't regret the trip Um, you know it was worth it it's all a learning experience as I said Um, but coming back here obviously the travel then from Mexico back to New Zealand for the Open all within the space of a week um, he said it actually didn't take a big, as big a toll on Ryan and himself as he might have thought because they weren't actually in Mexico for all that long, just four days, so they didn't really have have enough time to even feel the effects of the of the jet lag. So, um, yeah, I spoke to him earlier about uh, about the Open and what he sort of anticipates uh, from this week, and um, yeah, this is what he had to say. It's a really strong field, um, John and uh, John Harden and Michael Gladding have done a great deal, you know, great. Um, uh, you know, work getting the, the field the way it is for the 100th uh, New Zealand Open. So, you know, there's a lot of good players. So, no wind. Um, even on a tough course, you're still going to get some guys going low. So, um, you know, Ryan's round yesterday was uh, was really solid. He just didn't quite probably, you know, capitalise on a few approach shots, and that's why we wanted to, you know, hit some balls yesterday. Um, had, to, had a lot of good shots to sort of 15, 20, 25 feet, but... You know, as we know, you're not going to roll in, you know, five or six of those every day. So, you know, he just needs to just get that a little tighter in the proximity, you know, for his approach shots, and um, and who knows what will happen today. And obviously, uh, today he's at the hills. Um, what's what does he need to do there? You think what's the what's the game plan um, around there today? Well, and history would tell you that you know the hills is probably a little bit more of the scoring course, the better scoring course. Um, so yeah, I, I think you know as we said, he, he, he drove it pretty well yesterday. So he's feeling pretty confident with that. He's just got to just got to get those wedge that wedge game and that that distance control uh, back on track, back on New Zealand you know yardages rather than the, the eight thousand feet of last week, and uh, and really start to to hone in and give himself lots of chances. And and I think that's the key, you know, over the you know the last three days is is really just give himself. Um, Lots of chances. He's he's putting, you know, really solid, um, especially putting out. It seems, you know, from sort of five, six feet in. Um, so if we can, yeah, we can get some in there. We'll we'll see what happens. On the field, um, it is a very strong field. Looking at it, I mean, we've got about four or five of New Zealand's top golfers, bar Danny Lee, are playing here at the Open. Plus, we've got the likes of Y.E. Yang, Michael Campbell, Jeff Ogilvie, all major champions. What what do you think the winning score will be when you've got such a such a tight field like this? Well, I think if we look at yeah, if we look at the the current rate um, and we look at the the weather that's coming, which is really good. Uh, I mean, I would be surprised if it's not in the twenties. Um, so, you know, it'll be around that 20 under, I would imagine, you know, 20, 21 under if, if, if things continue the way they do. Um, if it was blowing or if the greens, you know, so the greens would get really hard, then I, you know, that, that might change things a little bit. But, um, you know, the courses are probably the best I've ever seen them condition wise and the hills greens definitely the best I've ever seen them. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's out there if you, if you can hit the shots in there and, and, um, 
and, and get you know get out of your own way, then it's uh, it's going to be deep. Who's your pick for this week? Um, look, I mean, obviously, you know, I'd love to see a couple, you know one of my boys, Mike Andrew or, or, or Foxy, get up there, um, or, you know, or a Kiwi. Um, thirdly, um, I think you know there's some obviously Daniel Nisbet, you know, won last week uh, in Australia, so. You know, he's got to be a pretty pretty hot favourite to come in here and, and sort of keep on keep on that form. Um, Josh Geary's been playing well. I know I know that, and I think he shot five yesterday. So you know, yeah, I mean, obviously, great round of Harry's yesterday. So yeah, I mean, look, it's it's golf, mate. It's pretty hard to tell at the stage, but um, I, I mean, I'd love to see a Kiwi win the hundredth. I mean, that's there's uh, there's there's no doubt about that. So that was uh, Marcus Wilhouse there chatting to me about the New Zealand Open this week. So, yeah, it'll be good to see if um, if some of those Kiwi boys can get up and win it. So the PGA Tours in the States, they've been going for a while now. Uh, Lydia Ko uh, and also uh, um, Danny Lee. Um, big years ahead for them. Just to see, interesting to see, you know, if Lydia will rise. She's in about 14 or 15 in the world rankings at the moment. And, and Danny, of course, he's, he's always battling for a spot on the PGA Tour. Just, you know, what, what do you think of them in, in 2019? Danny will be a very interesting one. He had a child last year, got married, had a very, very busy year. Um, how he manages his time in 2019 will be the key. Um, he spends a lot of time on the golf course, arguably one of the hardest trainers in, uh, on the PGA Tour. I have heard the amount of time he spends hitting balls and whatnot. So, yeah, trying to manage that with a, with a young family will be tough, but really he probably needs just four or five good events this year and he should secure himself a card the, well he's already got uh, his card guaranteed really if he, he, he can string together yeah, a good couple of rounds here and there so um, yeah Danny, Danny just sort of requires that in my opinion whether he'll win I'm not so sure uh, it, that competition over on the PGA Tour is getting increasingly difficult uh, looking at Lydia well, that could be a tough one as well. Uh, LPGA Tour continues to get better. She was starting to sort of refine her form a little bit that she uh, had been lacking for the last year or two uh, for, uh, last season. So she just really needs to build on that this year and try and try and get that confidence back, uh, that knowing she can be the best in the world because when she's when she's firing, no one can beat her. So, um, yeah, I mean, again, there's strong competition in the LPGA Tour, but um, there's no reason why Lydia can't get back to the top. Excellent, Matt. Thank you very much. Matt Chatterton, our golf reporter. And that's uh, extra time for this week. Why not follow us on Twitter at RNZ Sport? I'm Barry Guy. Bye for now. Tired of ads barging into your favourite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.